what I need. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. This is all me here. Whoa. Okay. Um, ben Roethlisberger last night. Why do you think that we don't look at Ben Roethlisberger as, you know, an upper echelon all time great? 18 years with one of the most prestigious of sports brands that there ever was, at least in this country. And one, two Super Bowls. I mean, the guy should be kind of a legendary figure. And he may be in Pittsburgh. Why don't we look at him like he's greater? You know, like you said with Rodgers, it's recency bias. Um, You know, Big Ben hasn't been what he was, you know, in the Super Bowl years for a long time. Um, you know, last year, you know, he had a, a much better season than I thought he would. But, you know, the the collapse of Big Ben and the Steelers, I think, has been the the downfall of his legacy a little bit. Um, and also the off the field issues um, in the past. I think that, you know, hangs over him a little bit and and maybe is a reason why some people don't look at him as an all time great. OK. He's I don't think he's embraceable from like the uh, his look to the, just the way he looks straight up to the way he sounds, the things he says to the way he handles himself. And then, you know, you had a couple serious allegation stuff that, you know, today he wouldn't have maybe made it through or survived a couple like serious allegations stuff. So, you know. I was thinking that was holding him back. But then I kind of thought of Eli. Eli has two Super Bowls in New York of all places. I mean, we should look at Eli like a a legend. Beat Brady twice. We should look at Eli as a legend. Eli has, you know, while Ben has... 400 plus touchdowns. And again, you know, we, you know, to put in perspective, LA has 300, you know, uh, let's see Eli here with 366 touchdowns, 244 picks, maybe just not barely quite as prolific as big Ben. Uh, but you know, it's two times Super Bowl winner. Those guys are. So 
I'm not just, I'm a little bit surprised with the incredible career that Big Ben had that we don't look at him a little bit of a greater echelon of quarterback. And I think it's a lot of different things. You know, I think it's a, lot, a combination of different things. And you're right about, you know, being unembraceable. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that held Eli down was just, he's a boring guy. It you is. I mean, he's just. He's a, you know, I always say this. I say this. You should say this on the show. I haven't said it in a long time. Some guys, Jake, are like victims of their own personality. You know what I mean? They just don't. Eli's very comfortable in his own skin. But some guys, you know, they just don't ooze charisma like you and I. He's just like a, not, a wet napkin. Yeah. You know, they're not uh, dashing, debonair, style, sophistication, grace, elegance, cha cheese, a little vino. Mwah. My compliments to the show. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. Uh, he's a mayhem icon, singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck! Hi, Danny. How are you doing? What's going on, buddy? Hey, I just wanted to wish you a happy new year. Thanks, buddy. You too. And I really wanted to talk about Dan Reeves. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, man. He was he invented the Denver Broncos. Before that, we were mediocre. And we were whipping boys and cannon fodder. We just we were one of the teams they always beat up on. I was out there with Red Miller, but Dan Reeves is the one who made the ground. He had one losing season. I agree. I agree with you. Who gets credit for making Denver so great? Wellington Webb or does, did Fred Frederico Pena lay down the groundwork? Oh, oh, oh. Well, very important in the history of Denver. We got baseball from Frederico Pena. Yeah, crowded, crowded the plate so close the strike zone practically disappeared. Well, uh, so Dan Reeves, he, people don't know about him. He was the greatest halfback option thrower in the history of the game. I think he had 12 touchdowns. He was uh, a... He, he was a quarterback in college. He's really like a really underrated all-time figure in the history of the NFL. Is from, you I know, can't believe he's not in the Hall of Fame. The player, me either. There's... Uh, I mentioned nine guys with 200 wins as a coach. Uh, only two of them aren't in the Hall of Fame, and it's Dan him. Reeves. It's Dan Reeves and Marty Schottenheimer. All the other guys in that list are like all truly legends. Uh, you know, really truly legends. Marv Levy. Yep. Yeah, he he won two games, but if you had Dan Reeves for your coach, you play three games, you're gonna win two guaranteed. I mean, we always won two out of three, as long as he was around. Sometimes we went went at that like the time we won ten straight. Uh, Dan Reeves like I never won ten straight, not even at Mumbley Pay. But I mean, he was the he was the Broncos, and then and he 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 created us. He took us to all those Super Bowls, and uh, he really did a great Listen job. Listen to this. He was a great guy. Will, here's coaches with 200 regular season wins. 200 wins as a coach, okay? Don Shula, George Hallis, Bill Belichick, uh, Bud Grant, Crowley Lambeau, Tom Landry. Um, I mean, the list is those are all the greatest coaches ever. That's all the greatest coaches uh, ever. Those first three guys are over 300. Belichick yeah. and Hallis. And Shula. And Shula they're, all, they're the only ones over 300. Mm-hmm. 
Landry, yeah, Andy Reid, Curly Lambert, Chuck Knoll. It's just Schottenheimer and Dan Reeves who are not yeah. on the list. Well, I can see why Don, Schottenheimer's Listen, Dan not. Dan Reeves, but... more coaching victories than Bill Parcells, than yeah. Chuck Knox, than Tom Coughlin, than Mike Shanahan. Oh, oh, oh. Remember, Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for Dan Reeves. Check this. More head coaching wins than Mike Holmgren, Joe Gibbs, Bud Grant, Bill Cower. Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton, Marv Levy, Tony Dungy. Come on, bro. Hank Stram? And, and he's in the two Ring of Fame. He's, he's in the Dallas Ring of Fame and our Ring of Fame, too. All right. Uh, I mean, uh, he, it was way, he's way too young. 77 is way too young. Chuck, um, we got to go. We got uh, Terry from Cali on the line, but great stuff today. Call us later. We're going to have Mark Jackson jump on and talk about Dan Reeves and a couple other people, too. Right on. I'll be back. Later, buddy. Let's go back out to the hotline, get our guy Terry from Cali. Terry, Terry, what's up, bro? Oh, nothing much, man. I can't complain. I was asking him. I thought, I don't know what happened yesterday. I turned the app on, and I'm hearing. No. I'm like. We had uh, some little radio station issues yesterday, so we're, like, in syndication. So that's our bad, bro. My bad. Okay. Yeah. So, look, man, I was thinking in in relation to, like, you think about Dan Reeves, at least we had, uh, you know, we had. Uh, winning, you know, we we were at least uh, you know vying for the playoffs. Well, bro, coach that n- way. no one in the AFC won back then. They the NFC yeah. won thirteen straight Super Bowls back then. It was different. The leagues there was imbalanced. It was different. The NFC was king. So the Broncos had as much a success as any AFC team had in the eighties. Yeah, and and it brings me to what I was just uh, my, my, I'm thinking. I was thinking all weekend or well, after the uh, uh, after the Bronco game. If they get new ownership in, man, or new new coach, I don't want anybody that was that was around when uh, the people were when colored people were using different restrooms, man. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Like, listen, I do. Listen, listen, I'm not getting political. No, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I do. At some point these days, you have to be able to relate to the to the oh players that you're coaching. Look at the you young coaches having all of the success. What makes exactly. John Harbaugh and and Mike Tomlin great? They're have the ultimate respect, but they're like players, coaches. They get it. Yeah. I saw something with Harbaugh on the, uh, where he was, um, you know, a look inside of his decision making on the going for two, and he had gathered his coaches around. He gathered three or four of the team captains around. And he asked them what they wanted to do. He asked them what they wanted to do, and I just thought it was kind of like, whoa, it was refreshing when Vic Fangio freaking act like he's the end-all, be-all, but he doesn't want to have yeah. any, you know, um, responsibility for um, the failures. Yeah, and if you look at, along with your point, if you look at the coaches like Matt LaFleur, all of them are in their 40s. Most of them, outside of, you know, Belichick, yeah. where, you know, his resume speaks for himself, obviously, and, and Andy Reid, but the other the other people with young with young quarterbacks are young are younger coaches. Bro, look and, what the league is and, right now. It's all young coaches from uh, Kingsbury to McVay to um to LaFleur to um who's this uh, uh, the young cat with the Chargers who's been great to the Zach Johnson dude. Is that right in uh Cincinnati? That's the that's the c- coach of the new NFL. Even so, Andy, I'm gonna say something yeah. that might that that you might, and I'll get your thoughts on it. Okay. Now I hear people saying Dan Quinn. I've I've thought about like Don Martindale or somebody named Matt Eberflus. I don't know if you heard of him. 
I know a lot of people. I don't want to go with the Hackett person because they're thinking about Rodgers. But I'm a, I, I want to get your honest opinion. Not that you wouldn't tell me anything else. Now people will say Eric Bieniemy. Here's my only issue with some with some of the African Americans because of the job um, the job opportunities sometimes fewer between. I feel like when an African American who has not established himself takes a job, sometimes I feel like they're not their self. You get what I'm saying? Do you mean a head because coach or do you mean Yeah, as a head coach. Like okay. you see Vance Joseph. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like they're 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 yes men instead of being like, look, if you're gonna go out, you need to go out doing it your way. Because this opportunity doesn't come around a lot. I'm not trying to make this no racial thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling it is what it is. I have the landscape of of, of, of it works on the coaching opportunities. Like Vance Joseph. Uh, you know, it's like you're 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 trying to tiptoe around things. And when it falls apart, they're going to blame you anyway. Yeah, it's so tough, man. Your way. That's yeah, a tough one. You know, you'd have to, for one, I'd have to really think about it. And for two, you know, black guys get so few opportunities to be NFL head coaches that the sample size and body of work, you know, it, it'd, be, it'd be tough to really kind of, you know, break it down. Well, I'd say that, you know, um, Vance Joseph, you know, was he walking on eggshells? Did he have to, you know, play the part? I'm not so sure. I'm not so, so sure. I know that Vance Joseph would do it different the next time around. And we'll get a chance to see that the next time around. He's going to get another head coaching job. But, you know, man, that's a tough one, Terry. That's interesting. I'll tell you then. That's a, yeah. that, that's that's big picture, bro. That's all. That's, you know, yeah. that's. Um, I, I'll tell you, Eric Bieniemy. I don't know. Um, the knock on him for me is now it gets scary that why hasn't the guy gotten the job up until this point? Two, you hear he's kind of rough around the the edges, you know, like a real, I, I, you know, no one wants to uh, play for and coach under a real bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. that's him and who he is. These are just kind of the some of the reputation stuff that you kind of hear. I will say that, you know, the descendants from the Andy Reid coaching tree. Scott Peterson has had some success. Nagy had a little bit of success there. Um, you know, there's... I would be interested in Eric Bieniemy. I really would be interested there because I, w- I would want to think that, for one, he's going to coach... If Andy Reid in a year or two starts to, you know, he's big, big old fat old you know, guy who's obviously don't take care of his body um, all that well. And that's just the truth. You know, people don't want to hear it. So, you know, no one's, you know, people don't call people fatzos on the radio like I do. But, you know, in a year or two, well, Andy Reese will be the head coach of that team. Um, so, you know, maybe you take something away from them and make them have to go in a coaching search when Andy Reid is not coaching the team anymore rather than, um, Eric Bieniemy being the heir apparent there, and then maybe not like skipping a beat, which is scary a little bit. Yeah. So, all right. I appreciate you taking my call. So, if you had your uh, choice to the fire, who do you want? Who do you, who you, who who you lean? Well, again, I, I really like the idea of Dan Quinn because, again, look what he did in Atlanta, a place that you know who can win there. You can't really win there. He found a way to win there. Look what he's done with the Cowboys defense. It's been pretty incredible. And um, I, I like the way he kind of has handles himself a little bit. I think he's, um, I think he looks and feels like a, a, a head coach. That's my, I don't want to say generic, but that'd be my, if I could have it right now, more like, I, I, I think I know what I'm getting with that. And I'd feel good about it. And I think he'd be better for it a second time around. Um, also, um, I would take Nathaniel Hackett if that man Aaron Rodgers was coming along with him. 
But that's it. Uh, I mean, like, it'd be a package deal. That'd be in the yeah. works. To, you know, that'd be just waiting to be announced. I mean, that'd be agreed to the whole thing before, you know. That I, I wouldn't get him. I wouldn't make him my head coach and then try to lure Aaron Rodgers away with him. That'd be a mistake. You have to have that yeah. deal done before you have Nathaniel to hack it, who's never called plays, come in here and be the head coach here, you know? Yeah, I agree. Terry, okay, buddy, man. Talk to you guys Thanks, bro. Week. Appreciate it. Let's go to break. We have a guest coming in. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Uh, Real quick here, Jake. Let me do this here, okay? Mention our friends here, FanDuel. Uh, Fiano Sportsbook, you've heard of them by now. How could you not? We talk about them every single day. They're our official sports, you know, kind of book partner in everything that we do here on this show every single day. And they're official sports betting partner of the NFL. So that means, you know, you're betting your money on the most trustworthy of apps that there is in existence, really. They're also celebrating the NBA's 75th anniversary. Right now, new customers can place their first bet risk free. If you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. Uh, easy to use, fast withdrawals. They're excited Venmo now. Um, I just have put a little a few bucks this morning down on a little parlay pulled it out of my paypal that i had a few dollars in there easy to do no place better to bet nba or nfl than on fanduel plus if you're an existing customer $50 when you refer a friend, they get $50 too. See for yourself why they're America's number one sports book. Uh, again, I don't know. This is not going to last forever, but new customers get their first bet up to $1,000 back risk-free. Okay, that won't last forever. They will need to do that once everyone's you know has an account somewhere and everyone's kind of settled in. Take advantage of this one right now. Okay, right now. Um, promo code MHS so they know that we sent you. That's important to us and we really appreciate it. The sign-up only takes a couple minutes. It's very fast and easy. It's not going to take you 20 minutes to go um you know sign up and you, you'll see it you'll you go do it and you'll you'll see it and you'll feel it and you'll really enjoy um utilizing fandle they're the best 21 and older present in colorado first online real money wager only refund issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fandle.com gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 let's go to break come back with a guest it's mile high sports are back in it's a taco tuesday around here edition of the program mike we have mike metter in with us mike how are you buddy i'm well thank you you're kind of go ahead it's taco tuesday at my house is it taco tuesday okay no i appreciate that um which my wife doesn't appreciate (laughs) i mean sometimes it's just easy Tacos are easy, but 100%. also I have little kids too. Sometimes the easiest could be like the messiest. And when you see your little kid, like all as you're turning the head to eat the taco, everything out of the taco <laughs> fall out of the taco. Um, the gravity less. Yeah. So, Mike, um, how are you? Thanks for being with us. I'm well. Thanks for having me. So what's kind of cool is like all these people we kind of know together. And then when I see you now, I feel like we've probably been in the same room a couple times before. Yeah, yeah. And um, what do you do and who are you with and why are you here? So I am the co-founder and CEO of the Metters Masters Foundation. Yeah. We're a 501c3. We're based in Erie. Yeah. Um, just up the road. Um, well, not just up the road from here, but um, yeah, just on the north side of town. Yeah. And we are a grassroots organization that um, we put on events yeah. to raise money for um, a myriad of different causes, um, but we're obviously really focused on the fire right now yeah. um, and trying to help the victims of the fire. And um, so we've uh, well, raised a, a good bit of money over the last few days and uh, 
put that money right back into the community where it's needed the most. Well, Burnham Law, you know, Todd has been with us since, again, his commercials. I started in a basement, you know. Yeah. It's no slogans, Jake. Just great, great lawyers. lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Todd is great. Todd knows how um, lucky he is, but also Todd's worked so hard. Agreed. So everything that he and they have done, um, you know, Todd's one of these guys who I think has had so much success, he feels guilty about it in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, you know, and he's, you know, you guys are helping families in need right now who, again, we were talking about at the beginning of the show, um, like this drone footage of going over a neighborhood where it's literally every house is burnt down. And this isn't like houses up on the side of a mountain cabins. Right. This is a neighborhood. Yeah, These suburbia. are neighborhoods. So I think people here in Colorado, you know, um, these things happen, but nothing has ever happened like this. No. And, so you know, fast and just out of nowhere. So, well, first thing, um, one of the things that we have in common, like yeah. you spoke about, um, the Burnham Law Firm has been our partner um, from the very beginning. I yeah. know Todd, um, Stephanie Randall, a partner down there, is mm -hmm. on our board. Yeah, um, she was the one of the first people to to call me, and um, they donated ten thousand dollars right out of the gate, which got us going. Um, and uh, you know, our community through Facebook—that's our main um, avenue to to reach people. We've yeah. uh, we've had incredible support um, and, and really turned that money around. I mean, I've spent the last three days in my in my truck just driving around and meeting with folks who, you know, they need cash and they need a hug. Yeah. And uh, it's wow. It's heartbreaking to to hear their stories. Um, and everyone's story is different, but um, there's a lot of folks out there hurting right now. Um, well, you know, thank you. Um, that's awesome what you guys do, what you do and, you know, how you've, you know, chosen to spend some of your time and energy, you know, and cause you got a family and you got things going on yourself. Sure. Sure. And I was telling you, I talked about my uncle who used to call the show right. all the time, who called for an ambulance himself yesterday morning and died last night. We had a horrible stroke. It's, geez, man, like what, <laughs> everyone's going through something. Yeah. Everybody, well, you know, be, and for those people who you're helping right now, what they're going through right now is so unimaginable and heartbreaking. You've, a lot of people, I think, feel kind of helpless. Sure. And I think people, you need, there's so many different ways they can help. Yeah. Do well, it in and, any way you can. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and you know, I'm really sorry we talked earlier on the phone this morning yeah. uh, about your uncle. Oh, I appreciate it, Mike. That was, you're very nice about it's it. It's tough. And, and to be perfectly honest, that's how the Metters Masters started, is I lost my mother the same way. She called an ambulance or called a neighbor to call an ambulance because she was confused, didn't know what was happening to her. Same thing, had a stroke. Yeah. And by the time I got to the hospital, she was gone. And I lost my father in, in much the same way. And you know, after a few years, that's how this really came about. Yeah. I was able to focus my love of golf and, uh, um, you know, with the golf tournament, that's our main avenue to raise money. But, and you guys have been great to play. And you guys, and not to, to go on, unmentioned, Nate and uh, all of you guys, um, Nate Lundy and the team here at Mile High Sports have been a great partner of ours as well. Um, so 
I really appreciate you guys not only having me on, but of course, your partnership over the years. And uh, it's yeah, well, Nate's great. Nate's you know more connected than anybody in this entire right. game. You know, he really is. Yeah, he is. Uh, Nate's done it all, and, and you know, seen it all. He's helped. You know, he's had his own. You know personal tragedies that he's um you know dealt with and um has helped so many people with a lot of you know nate's a really good guy and a good man so um let's go to break will you hang with us yeah i'll hang out um uh we let's do talk it nuggets turnovers whatever you want to talk about I, like <laughs> we did that they're so sloppy last night it's such a you know um they gave themselves no chance last night when like really right now Every kind of little possession matters. Yeah. I feel like they're my, you know, son's eight-year-old team where I'm just like, guys, these little dribbling turnovers, these little things, we can't do it. We're just giving the, the, we're giving the you know, um, our opponent the ball right back. Let's clean it up. It was a mess last night. But you know what? They're like, I just saw some little, I don't know what the metric was, but it was, it might have just been a player ranking um, of the 324 players in the league, Jokic number one rated player in the league. The next closest rated player was Will Barton at 100. Boy. So, and then after that, it's, you know, you're playing with, again, it's, um, it's, it's all potatoes and no meat out there. Agree. And Jokic, again, do you know what? Still, through, through all of this, they're still like the five seed. They're still the five seed, which, which is not too shabby, but it's on the back of Jokic, who... You know, I hope doesn't get burnt out by the end of the season. I don't think he will. But also, man, just with a little bit of help, Jamal Murray comes back. You, you know, what could they be? Would they be one of these top three teams in the West? I kind of think so. So we'll talk about it. Uh, Mike Metter, you're from the Matters Masters Foundation. Correct. And you're working with the Burnham Law Firm. You guys are um, helping so many people who have been displaced. It's the most heartbreaking thing um, that you could imagine. And we'll tell you how guys how you guys can help on the other side, what you can do. We just, we're, we had like a little purge at the house and we were like, had some, you know, clothes to donate and stuff like that. My wife's like, well, we got to take it up there instead of to, you know, our local spot. I mean, like what, you know, $5, $10. There's some people who are, you know, they're putting eight bucks in gas and it's tight. But if you got five or 10 bucks to kind of donate to help people, I think that makes an incredible difference. Big picture. Agree. Everything helps. All right, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, Danny Williamson, Jake, along with Mike Metter. Back on the other side. It's Miley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in on a Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. You can stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Uh, we have like a Twitch. If you go to milehighsports.com, okay, which is like our website's going to be getting like a million hits a month very soon here. We're pushing these kind of incredible numbers, you know, ever since the Denver Post like went paywall. You got to pay for their content. Right. It was almost the greatest thing to ever happen in Mile High Sports because of our great team of writers and our content and stuff like that. But you could watch us on um, a little Twitch screen right now. You could see um, the handsome Mike Metters from the <laughs> Metters Masters Foundation, who's, again, partnering up with, I mean, like, you, what you guys do is, you know, like, bless your little, your big heart, your big guy, bless your, you know, say your little heart, but your big heart, man. And, you know, um, what you and the Burnham Law Firm are kind of, have partnered up with to help people who um, are incredible, heartbreaking victims of this fire, these fires. 
thanks. You know, a lot of people appreciate that, appreciate no, you. Thank you guys. And obviously thanks to Todd and his team and, and Stephanie Randall down there and, and to all, you know, we have 10, 10 board members yeah. um, and they're all volunteers. Nobody's getting paid a dime. I mean, the events that we put on, everything is volunteer. So, yeah. you know, on Sunday morning after all of this um, happened on Saturday, we were on the phone early to try and figure out what's the best way forward to help the most um, amount of folks. Yeah. So, um, again, our, our Facebook community um, has been fantastic. Is that your best way of maybe reaching you guys is people to go to your Facebook yeah, absolutely. So um, through our Facebook page, there is a donation page, and it's Metters Masters. It's M E A D O R, okay. um, and Masters like the the golf tournament mm-hmm. may or may not be my favorite golf tournament. Like it is everyone. Well, else's, I can't but. seem to win those tickets in that uh, lottery that I keep every year. Oh, I'm sorry, that makes two of us. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking practice rounds. I'm you know I'm I'm I'll, I, I'm putting. I'll buy extra. I'll buy a couple, and it's just not quite working for me. But yeah. you know, I have. A, Couple buddies who you, know, you get lucky with that. Just hang in there in the next decade. Will so it? Might get lucky. Okay, promise me, and then I'll, at least I'll have something to look forward to. <laughs> I wish to. I could. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, we have a lot to talk about, Mike. Um, not just with the fires um, and what you guys are doing, but like you know, you you're a sporto man. I think you know you get you're kind of in touch and tune with. For one, we we're talking about Dan Reeves earlier, right? Um, I think Dan Reeves is um, a Hall of Famer who has to die before we recognize, recognize this guy's incredible, you know, service and impact on the NFL. I mean, you're uh, a Colorado guy. You know, what do you think about Dan Reeves when you kind of um, look back on Dan? No, I mean, Dan Reeves is, uh, you know, uh, I moved here when I was a little kid. Yeah. And, you know, was a Bronco fan from the time I was seven, eight years old. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was the he was our guy. You yeah, know, and came from and my my mother was from Texas, so I grew up a Cowboys fan before yeah. the Broncos, and um, you know obviously he was a legendary cowboy, and mm-hmm. um, you know and we were you were telling me some of the stats that I didn't realize, you know, yeah, how many wins he has, and uh, you know he's top ten, right? Yeah, so. no no doubt about it, he's top you know top nine, and you know all those guys in front of him are like Curly Lambo and Bill Belichick and Don Shula, like literally the greatest you know coaches right. ever. So. Um, you know, the has got a lot more wins than Shanahan, Cowher. There's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of guys who he has, um, you know, a lot more wins than. Um, and, you know, so you, don't, you don't forget a guy like Dan Reeves who really laid the foundation down here for the Broncos. You know, Mike Shanahan and Elway um, to kind of really put the Broncos as a brand on the map. I mean, like the sports world map is one of the, you know, again, the Broncos were kind of a you know a, a poop franchise for in the '60s and the '70s. It was all of the incredible success they had, starting with Dan Reeves through Shanahan, and then you know maybe uh, ended by um, Peyton Manning. That's helped make the Broncos a legacy brand in 100%. the NFL, just like your Cowboys and some of these brands that have been around since you know. Um, since uh, Chuck Bednarik was wearing a leather helmet and playing both ways, you know, in the for the Eagles in the you know fifties and stuff like that, so um, that's it. And then it goes to maybe what we were talking about the state of these Broncos to where you know we're talking about like how much better are they really than last year in the last couple of years? We want to believe they're better, and but if you know if you chop it up through statistics and maybe. Um, some of the real production on the field, it might not feel like that, even though they're a couple wins better than they've been over the last couple of years. So the state of the brand right now, give me your, you know, your thoughts on 
who and what they are and what needs to happen next. Well, I think, you know, and talk about their schedule we talked about earlier is their schedule was a lot easier than, uh, I cannot remember an uh, easier schedule ever. So really? Do those wins come from that? I mean, um, but you know, it's the, the franchise is in flux. Obviously you have the family troubles that are going on Yeah, and then you've got, you know, is Elway going to stick around? Um, Fangio's probably gone. Um, there's a lot going on, you know, there we're, is. we're, you know, in a big quarterback, you know, is Drew Locke the, the future or is Bridgewater the future? There's no, you know. the answer to both of those questions is, <laughs> is not. And you know, what? I tried to, uh, Drew Locke got the opportunity. Sure. I was, you know, again, I, I took the bait on Drew Locke and then last year, he led the league in interceptions. And there, I, you don't make the jump from leading the league in interceptions to turning into a Josh Allen type of player. You just don't. Right. The gap is too too huge. He'll always be that guy. That's who he is, man. That's just the way that God made him. You know what I mean? And then Teddy, too. I thought Teddy kind of would be enough. Uh, Teddy's numbers, what, 20 touchdowns against seven, eight picks? The, the, he's had a good season. Okay, it's like not Teddy's fault. No one ever, you know, propped Teddy up and said he was going to be a savior. He came in here with another team paying the freight for him to be here. He's a flyer, you know, and, uh, you know, you kind of get sometimes what you pay for. So there, you know, we need an upgrade, a big one. This is, you know, we they could have won the Cleveland game. 100%. And say um, the Chiefs are playing for nothing this week, and they run out Matt Moore or whoever the backup is, no Mahomes, and the Broncos got to nine or ten wins that way, and they make the playoffs. And they get smoked thirty-five to, you know, to ten wild card weekend. Would that make us feel better about ourselves? Well. I guess it's in the eye of the beholder a little bit because, again, from what we were to making the playoffs, isn't that kind of the goal a little bit? But also, like we said, this is Broncos country. Yeah, or this is it's Super Bowl or bust, right? It's like, you know, hey, hey every th- year. This one's for John. <laughs> or, or, you know, this one's for Pat. You know, when John did it, it was like, whoa, you know, it's like, that's so that's just what it is. It's like that, those are their expectations of Broncos country. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it really seems like, what do we have here? Where are we going? And the first, you know, the first step again, ownership, that's a process that'll play itself out. If they were winning right now, we wouldn't be acting like the ownership is why right. we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's, it is, a, 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 I guess, reasonable to say, hey, Pat Bolin, a Hall of Famer, You're not just because his team, the rich guy, paid a lot of money for. Um, won a lot of games for his, the way he built the Broncos. Okay. The kind of owner that the kind of owner that he was. And then the way he had his hands in, you know, the creation of Sunday night football and all the things that Pat Boland did made him a hall of famer. So again, Brittany Bolin or any of these Bolins might be brilliant. I'm sure they're great kids, all sure. that kind of stuff. But that doesn't mean they're going to be like their old man. No. Sometimes it, it's just time to move on and and uh, you know let the next architect come in. Well, and, and, and you know, right? And you know, for anyone who thinks that God, the the Bullens should own the uh, the the Broncos forever, Ugh. you know, I, I don't know that that's in the best interest of the Broncos. It's a sweet story. It sounds great. You know, I like the Maras and the Roonies who have owned the Giants and the, 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 the Steelers forever. But, you know, 
it might be best for this family to move on and sell this team to somebody who um, is up for the challenge, I think. And, you know, uh, to what was John Elway's son? Played for, you know, Arizona State for a little bit and his friends with Brock, the whole thing. The apple sometimes just falls far from the tree. Because Elway's, you know, son, we think, oh, he's the first son of Denver. He's going to be the next great one. Eh, it kind of sucked. He didn't, you know, wasn't, didn't have his, his old man's moxie, you know, or whatever it was. So it's hard for me to believe that whoever Bolin would have taken the team would be as good as their old man was, who's maybe the greatest, one of the greatest owners in NFL history. True. You know? I agree. All right. Uh, with... Uh, Mike Metter from uh, the Metter's Masters Foundation. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, you guys are, man, it's so awesome what you're doing for these families. How does a family who's in need get in touch with you guys? So the easiest thing to do is if if you've lost your home or your business um, or you know of someone that uh, maybe um, is too proud to reach out or whatnot. Yeah. Um, the easiest thing to do is to reach out through our uh, just email, and it's mettersmasters dot uh, g or at gmail dot com. Um, that's the easiest way. That's how we've gotten most of our requests. Um, Wait, mettersmasters at gmail at gmail. Okay. Yeah. Or you can reach out through our Facebook. Uh, again, it's mettersmasters. It's m e a d o r s um, masters, like the golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, on Facebook, and then our our website, excuse me, is mettersmasters.org. So, okay. But, and the, the one thing to note is, um, and I mentioned this in the first segment, um, myself and, and members of my board, we've been out the last um, three days since Sunday um, meeting with uh, these families and family members who have, you know, they've lost everything. They don't know which direction to turn. And um, we're giving out $500 gift cards, no strings attached. It's just a, it's a handshake and a hug and, and, and walk away and, and make sure that they know that, you know, somebody's there for them. Um, it's a lot of these folks are in shock. I mean, I, I, I spoke with a woman last night who's, um, she is very good friends with the uh, family who is missing their grandmother still. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she ran back into the house to grab her purse I mean, it's just heartbreaking. There's so many stories like that and pets, you know, I would, you know, would look at the human toll, but yeah. people are oh, without yeah. their pets. I spoke with um, uh, one guy from Superior um, whose entire family lived in Superior and everything is gone. Um, and he's having to put all this stuff aside. Um, his name is George, you know, really great guy who has to just stow everything and go to work for the town to try and, yeah. and you know, he's, <laughs> he's out there doing it, but Dang. he lost his dog. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine. We have two dogs at <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, we do too. You know, you lose your house, you lose your truck or whatever, but you lose your dog or, you know, it's just, that's horrible. You know, the dog can't be replaced. <sighs> okay, so let's go to break. Come back one final segment. Put it out there again, how anybody can help. You know, I want to give you guys, you know, let everybody appreciate you guys and show you guys love for what you're doing. Um, you know, Todd's Todd's great. You know, Todd comes on. He, you know, he's was out of town for a little stretch there, but you know, comes on once a week with us, and he's just a good guy. You know, so um, maybe you could talk about some of the other maybe people who are on the board, sure. and just some of the other things that you guys. Um, I'd love to do. You know, because I yeah, think it's we do very a lot important. Of things, yeah. So. 
So Mike, thanks for being with us. Uh, Mike Metters from the Metters Masters Foundation. Um, MettersMasters.org. Right. And MettersMasters at gmail.com is the email for anyone who might have any questions, want to help, um, know someone in need or be in need, you know. Uh, Thanks for being with us. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Smiley Sports. Yeah, Spider Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? We're, we're back in with one of the great youth coaches in Colorado uh, sport, youth sports history. Mike Metters. That is 100% not true. <laughs> That's taken away from people who really deserve it. We're just well, talking about how we both coach you sports. Well, what's scary, too, is um, we have a family member. They're older, and he's, you know, there's, but he, he, his son is, you know, 20 or 21 now. And he, he, he used to tell me, he told me, if I can go back, I'd have never coached him. I wish I would have done it, you know, like, but he got, he was playing college ball. He got big, he like got serious with them as they were coming up. So, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of scary a little bit. So I don't want to get, you know, burn JJ out or get burnt. But if you listen to the show, you know, like I'm all over, you know, telling all our, our, our successes or our, our failures. Um, so, okay, Mike, we have about three or four minutes left. I want to go through everything again. Um, you and your foundation help people and have been doing it for a long time in a lot of different ways right now. You're helping the victims of these terrible fires. You got a great board. Stephanie uh, Randall, who is um, with the Burnham Law Firm, she's like, they're going to make a CBS um, drama about her one day, about her chronicles of helping run the entire Burnham organization, Burnham Law organization. She's that kind of good. Um, you know, talk about some other people on the board. Talk about some other things you guys do. I want to tell everybody how they can help again. I want to get everything in here in just a couple minutes we have left. Sure. Well, I'll talk about the foundation first. Um, we started, and and you and I uh, spoke earlier uh, about that. With uh, I lost my folks. Um, we worked really closely with the American Heart Association at first, um, and then we realized that there was people in our just in our community, um, I mean, we're in the Tri-County area with Boulder, Broomfield, and Weld County coming together that, that there was folks in our immediate uh, area that needed help as well. So um, my wife, who uh, is an amazing human being, um, went through and sorted through our entire 501c3, got that going. But we've, over the last 10 years of putting on the golf tournament, um, We've been doing uh, a concert up until COVID to raise money for exactly these sorts of situations. Um, but we also, through the high school, um, I went to Erie High School a million years ago, um, but we've uh, done, I think now, uh, we did three scholarships this year over the summer, um, and um, I think we've done six or seven total scholarships since we started that. Um, I don't know, that's special. Imagine being like the recipient, someone like, that. It's, it's hard. Sometimes you can't do some of the things academically you'd really want to do or maybe can do because of some financial restraints, even little ones. So that's powerful stuff, man. No, and I'm proud of that. Obviously, you know, I'm an Erie Tiger and, um, you know, 
shout out to yeah. uh, shout out to the Erie Tigers. That's who a tight lost community the state up there. Playoff game and a heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, they're they good. Played so good, but they're good. Um, that's neither here nor there. But uh, <laughs> I'm really close to the to the Erie community. Obviously, I live in well, Erie still. Um, we've donated over one hundred fifty thousand dollars to the American Heart Association. Wow. Um, this year, we've been or the last few years, we've been very close with. Um, the Rise Against Suicide Foundation in uh, they're in the St. Vrain and Boulder Valley schools. Yeah. Um, we just donated twenty thousand dollars to them. Um, wow! Just, just on Saturday morning, actually. So um, right before the fire. But so we're we have our hands in a lot of things trying to help folks. Um, and- oh man, I'll tell you, like if there's ten bucks, twenty bucks, thirty bucks for you know, let alone maybe people who can do a little bit more. You need to, you know, you need to find a way to contact Mike. Metters Masters at Gmail. That's the email. That's the best way. Okay. Um, again, you can find us on Facebook, Metters Masters. And MettersMasters.org is the website. Correct. But again, like you type it in. I'm sure the Facebook will come up, um, which I would say is pretty, you know, give you an idea of how to, uh, you know, all the things you guys are doing for sure. one and then how to help. So, uh, Mike, let's, I don't know, let's talk at the end of the week. Okay, is that cool? Yeah, I'd love to call in and uh, and give you guys an update. So. Uh, no doubt about it. And um, that's it, man. Um, this is not, you know, this is a process that will be going on here and changing people's lives for, you know, maybe forever. So, you know, your work and, you know, any way we can help is not done yet. Maybe just starting. So... Um, thanks, Mike. You guys we appreciate it, buddy. Here. Of course, you guys have always been great. We've been great partners with uh, with you. Thank you again to um, to all of the folks that have donated to us, and uh, and thanks to my board. I didn't get to mention my board. You guys are amazing. Um, again, our board is all volunteers. Um, nobody gets paid a dime, um, and you know these folks: Tom, Chris, um, Mike Postel, um, God, my wife. Yeah. Um, Brian Crowder, um, Charlie Weary. I mean, all of these folks, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, if, and I apologize. I'm kind of on the spot here. But, You're good, man. You were great, um, Mike. I really thank appreciate you to it. Thank everyone. So, um, Metters Masters Foundation. Jake, appreciate it. Sorry for running over a little bit. Mike, we appreciate having you guys. Go help anybody that you can help who's suffered from these incredible fires. Get in touch with Mike. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila.